Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Hiya. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. Hiya. <laughs> um, we are doing another one of our podcasts where we talk about a first episode uh, of something. Our firsts. First series. Uh um, we watch the first episode of a notable uh, wrestling or wrestling related TV show. I think we could say with great confidence that what we watched today was wrestling related, <laughs> um, not necessarily a wrestling show. Um, and today we have tackled episode one of the series <laughs> TNA British Boot Camp. Series one. Series one. Yeah. Um, now it was broadcast in 2013. Yeah, this is uh, weird for me because that's in my break. Yeah. The time when I was on the island. And this is when I was just starting to really get into British wrestling. Yeah, so totally new to me. I'd never seen this before. Yeah. Um, I was vaguely aware of its its existence. I watched the second series. Yep. Um, that was for me that was a good gateway into British wrestling yeah. um, when I'd been away for so long I could see the people but on this slightly different to the, the way they did the second series the second series they did um, auditions yeah this presumably they did auditions before or they, they'd hand picked some people yeah. that they wanted but they already had the finalists yeah um, so this went out on Challenge TV yeah it wasn't broadcast in America so TNA is obviously or at least at the time was the number two yeah big wrestling promotion they're on spike they're on spike they had major tv deal about a million viewers hulk hogan was on tv yeah with tna wrestling um and they thought and they have always and they probably still would to some extent if they managed to come over here do they still come over here well they haven't been for a little while but they've always pulled big crowds yeah in the uk not so much on the last tour. No. Right, about twelve hundred on the last tour, I think. Oh, that's still good. Still a good crowd, but it's not what they were pulling when they no. were filling well, no. like Wembley Arena and whatnot. Filling a curtained off Wembley Arena. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Filling part of well, Wem- Wembley Arena. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this was their attempt to sort of put their uh, roots down um, a little bit more solidly with British wrestling. Yeah, because um, it's kind of weird. They were looking for a new British superstar. That's what they, they said. That's the um, uh, banner, yeah. But weirdly, uh, they already had one. Magnus. Magnus. Yeah, and, and he, they'd had Doug Williams as well at the time. Yeah, and there's a couple of others because they had a Team UK as well at some point in their, in their wrestling World Cups that they yeah. were doing. So they, they'd never shied away from no, I mean, having British talent. obviously the likes of Haskins had been over there. Fell on his head, didn't he? Um, yeah, well, we, we, we touched on that with... Um, well, as you know, we didn't do a podcast about it, did we? No, technical difficulties. Um, but when we saw um, Austin Aries and uh, Mark Haskins face off at IPW, yep. um, that, that came up in, in conversation. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, this was a, a... It was a reality show. Yeah, it was the first episode, establishing episode. Um, well, it was very much aimed... like or. or patterned after American reality TV shows. Yeah. So, like, one of the sort of things 
uh, I'm not even going to sort of talk about this as a love the graps, not my graps. It is not my graps, <laughs> but is it, American reality TV shows have this thing where they got the music going constantly through yeah. the whole thing, um, and they tried to do it with like English bands, British bands, and yeah, those, those hot British bands like, like Prodigy and Coldplay. Yeah. Um, it was unbearable. It's unbearable reality TV. But should we try and do some? Uh... Yeah, well, let's try and do what we usually do with yeah. uh, love the graps, not my graps. Yeah. So things we liked and things that you know personally we we did not like personally. Yeah, but I think we're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start with love the graps. Okay. Hashtag love the graps. LTG. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> um, so love the graps then. Um, 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 uh, well, let's let's look. It's, tw- it's 2013. Yeah, well, uh, I think it was filmed in 2012. Yeah, it was but broadcast January. Brit Rest is is starting to come back. Yeah, um, but it's it still kind of at the tail end of its doldrums. Yeah, uh, the big beginning of its renaissance. Um, there isn't a lot of Brit Rest on the telly. Um, there's not a lot of Brit Rest uh, in the spotlight. But no. this kind of did. Um, that sort of slot that it was in, um, Challenge TV, they had uh, TNA was shown. Yeah. Um, and they did the Wrestle Talk. Yeah. That was all part of it. And I think some of this tied in with that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was a, a bit there, and I think Marty Skirl at one point, I think after this, um, was hosting. Was hosting. Yeah. But yeah, so there was some British wrestling involvement. Yeah. So, But there wasn't a lot of it. No, and they, they picked out some British wrestling. Um, talent, promising talent, I guess. Yeah. Um, in the form of Marty Skull, Party Marty, yeah, pre-villain, pre-villain Marty Skull, Rockstar Spud, um, Rockstar, yeah, Spud, um, and the Blossom Twins, who he- 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 Holly and Helen, <laughs> no, Holly and Hannah, Hannah and Holly, yeah. Um, now they're new to me. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever seen them moving. Yeah, I've seen a photo of them before. Um, <laughs> Did you? You could have moved that around. I could have done. Yeah, um, their entire career passed me by. Um, and spoiler, they don't wrestle anymore. No, no. I think maybe like they they had. There was some OVW stuff they did. Well, because I think, cause I think OVW they've... at the time was TNA's training school. Right, yeah, but I think they'd been there since quite a way before that as right. well. I think they'd they'd had some appearances there since like two thousand nine. Yeah, I think it said on on Wiki, the Wikipedia. Yeah, and the funny thing was, Dixie Carter said that they'd selected four very different individuals. Yeah, yeah, two that, of whom were twins. Yeah, so you know, two individuals and a set of twins that were all very different. Yes. Um, yeah. So. I, weirdly, actually, I had been to. I, I thought I kind of always point it as being my first British indie show um, in December, just before this, and both Marty Skull and Rockstar Spud were on that, mm. um, and they, they they were very British indie wrestling around that time. Yeah, well, it, it tended to be, didn't it? It was um, very small, very insular. Yeah, um, kind of a, a scene that. It was very reductive because it was a time when people were just looking to the the US indie scene yeah. and kind of aping that a bit rather than finding but their own bit. They, they were doing that all, and with Party Marty and with Rockstar Spud, they were very much gimmicks that worked on the camps yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, especially like with those two mm. gimmicks. Um, 
and then weirdly actually just after this broadcast I went to my first progress show mm. so weird time for British wrestling yeah and at the time this must have been a massive deal yeah yeah definitely I mean it's only challenge yeah um, let's not get you know get away with ourselves but but still uh, on mainstream cable satellite TV yeah challenge um, is a popular channel I mean I like bullseye yeah, it was considered a ratings success, I believe, at the yeah. time. Um, and TNA always was a good ratings yeah. draw for them. Um, so, yeah, love the graps that Brit Rest got this chance yeah. and got this spotlight. Yeah. What about another love the graps? Chris, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Like Magnus was not going to lie about Marty Skull being his best mate. Yeah. For some reason, he, 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 he I'm told not gonna us. Lie I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, there wasn't a single other redeeming thing about this show. No, it was... It was terrible. It was very, very bad. I'll tell you what, I'll throw in one more. Yeah. The way that Marty Skull said Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I really do love people mispronouncing the name Hulk Hogan. The um the fellas in the corner shop where I used to live, they used to say Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Weirdly also used to say Chris Manoir. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't say a lot. Chris Armoir. Yeah. Didn't say a lot, certainly after a certain incident. Yeah. Um but yeah, Hulk Hogan. I'm going to throw that in there. Yeah, I like saying Honk Hogan. Honk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Or um, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hank Hogan. In if you read his name in Japanese, yeah. the way that it's kind of spelled, yeah, yeah. it's Haruka Hogan. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I like, I like that. that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all that there is to like about this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it then it. So the first half of the episode, let's go on to not my graps. Yeah. I'm gonna hashtag not my graps. NMG. And this is just gonna be a big <laughs> rambling, sprawling rant about the first episode of TNA British Bootcamp. Um, so the first half of the episode is we've got a part a fan party in London where we're announcing the people who are going to be on. I think it was at Dingwalls. There. Yeah, I think it might have been at in Dingwalls Camden. in Camden. Um, and so the first half is that with clips of Dixie Carter and Hulk Hogan talking about the competitors. Yeah, and you kind They've, of you uh, kind of think they might be backstage. Yeah, they're not though. They're not in the UK. They're on video screen. <laughs> I tell you, who did fly over Jeremy Borash. Yeah, Borash, you fly over. Yeah, loves it all over the place. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's just a bunch of people, and it, 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 apparently it works out. Turns out that's in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. that's happening as well. Yeah, um, weirdly as well. It's like we've been going to British wrestling shows, uh, particularly in London, mm. for you know three, four years solidly. Yeah, we know a lot of faces. Yeah, I don't see a single familiar. No, face I'd be in that interested crowd. to know if anybody who listens to this was there. Bentley, were you there? Yeah. Get if anyone t- was there, it was Bentley. Get in touch. Um, I want to hear your first-hand, um, you know, recollections of this. Yeah. And, um, you know, was it really awkward when Spud and Marty Skull were just... Oh, they were just at each, other, at each other's throats, yeah, weren't they? sniping. Yeah. Um, so the first half was that, which, you know, uh, it is exactly what it sounds like. And the second half will also be exactly what it sounds like. It's a reality TV show where some people drive around in a car drink alcohol occasionally get out of the car shout at each other get back in the car yeah and that's it yeah that's pretty much it and those people are um, an unbearably smug Mike's girl yeah 
a sullen drunk rock star spud <laughs> yeah. and two ciphers <laughs> um, two people with no personality whatsoever yeah I think actually if you if you'd never watched any British wrestling now I haven't watched loads of British wrestling at this point um, like I say I've just been to a couple of shows around this time um, but if you haven't watched any British wrestling at all you would be forgiven for thinking that the whole of British wrestling is a personality black hole yeah um, as you say Blossom Twins are ciphers they are to cute twins uh, matching gear they are identical twins that you know you... I'm sure they're lovely but they came across as nice but dim yeah they, they just were like oh boys stop it we're teachers we're stop messing about and that was weird wasn't it they they appeared to both be teaching the same class yeah yeah, like they're, they're twins in everything they do. I mean, I guess it's possible, but I don't think lo- it is unlikely. Yeah, unless one's um, a TA. And then Marty Skrull, just like he wasn't the villain at this point. No, he was Party Marty Skrull. Um, just like you wouldn't want out with him. No, just bland, unbearable. Yeah, just yeah, smug. Obviously, you know, a good-looking chap. But that's about all he's got going on. Yeah, and point. and this is obviously played up for the show. Yeah, and that 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 really hurts as well. Because I doubt that Smut that Spud is is a prick, but he comes across as a bit of a prick in this. Yeah, he comes across as an insecure prick. Is like because it's patterned after American reality TV shows. They've just gone. We need to create tension and friction between these yeah. people. Um. They're going to go out. They're going to go out and ha- uh, you know celebrate afterwards. So they're they're all in the back of this limo, and they're 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 playing up on. Spud wants to drink loads. Oh, he's drinking yeah. loads and loads and loads. And he's like, "Oh, give me a drink. I want another drink." And then the t- the time pops up in the bottom <laughs> left hand corner, and it's six o three p.m. <laughs> so and they go for a really wild night. Yeah. And it's just, it's really long. It's just them driving around. Every now and then the car would stop and they'd all get out and they'd be like, oh, we we wanted to have a nice night and all of a sudden we couldn't find the boys. And the boys were just ahead of them on the street. Yeah, with, with a cameraman. And then the boys were annoyed that the twins wanted to be around them. Yeah, because they wanted to bury the hatchet, the boys. Apparently yeah. Marty wanted to end his beef with Spud. Yeah. Um, spoiler, he didn't. No. Uh, and the girls just wouldn't let him alone. It was literally, let's put some people in the car and just think of as many possible ways that we can pretend there is friction between them. So Spud was drinking loads. Yeah. He was drunk. Marty Skull was winding him up because he didn't have as many twi- Twitter followers. Spud was poking him back saying you were just off of a reality show. Um Oh, Marty fancied one of the twins. Hannah, the one with the fringe. Yeah. Uh, the twins just wanted to have a nice night, but the boys had too much friction, and they don't think they'll ever be able to get on. <laughs> um, it was just like a whole... It was it was just throw shit at the wall yeah. and pretend that they don't like each other. It didn't make for good drama. It uh. seemed... Do you know what? The, the show was just over 20 minutes. It, it seemed like it lasted an hour. I didn't think it was ever going to end, this whole section. <laughs> Um, so that's really it's not my graps this type of a TV show it's just not my graps and it's like a bad it's like a poorly produced 
like bad real American reality TV. Yeah, because at least the second series there was a, a big element of wrestling to it. Yeah, you know, with the tryouts, they they wanted to see what the people could do, yeah. promos they could cut, and then they had some trial matches. Yeah, um, and it was it was more about the wrestling. And and the thing is, like any of these reality TV shows, like my housemate um, likes some of the like the fashion ones, Project Runway. Yeah. That's one where they design things, but they're given a task every week, um, and there might be a bit of friction between some of the people. But really, what they're focusing on is completing that task to the best of their ability to then be judged on that at the end mm. of the episode. And for the game show style format that this is, although I guess it's not in this because it's not like eliminations. No, they're just there until the end. But like you're not learning anything new about these people except that they're petty and they don't really like each other. Yeah, it used to be that reality shows were about finding the the lovable the lovable loser. Yeah, Maureen from Driving School, the Jeremy original, Spake, the original reality TV stars. Yeah. Um, now it's finding insufferable pricks. Yeah. Um, and uh, okay, this was four years ago, but still, you know, it's still pretty much that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, one. Uh, notable except for that being Scarlett Moffat from uh, Gogglebox lovely girl oh, Gogglebox isn't really one of those though is it it's no. not like no. they're just sitting there yeah <laughs> they don't even leave their house yeah she did go in the jungle though <laughs> yeah but I'm just saying Gogglebox they just yeah. sit around they're not creating any tension there are you not really no. do you know why I like her though why Danny Baker likes her he's a good judge of character Danny Baker I don't know he spent a lot of time with Chris Evans yeah I think Chris Evans is alright alright um, so the, the the show kind of went on it really did go on just round and round and round in circles like that like we are like we yeah. go round and round in circles yeah. um, but then it ended with the fo- the morning after yeah um, oh before that we, we did see one last shot of Spud because everyone else Spud wandered off into London yeah which the girls were really scared about because they're from Manchester <laughs> um, which is a little village uh, <laughs> up north um, so they'd never been to a big city like no. London. Um, so Spud wandered off. Uh, so the others went back to, to get an early night. Yep. It's 10.37. Yep. Um, they they turned in. Um, then we saw a shot of Spud on his own in the pub at 2.37am. Yeah, just on his own, having shots. Yeah. Um, just drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. sad yeah, it was quite sad, yeah. yeah. Um, so alarms go off. It's the morning time. Yeah. Um... Marty and the Blossoms, they're up, bright, ready, up, ready to go. And we cut to Spud, whose alarm goes off an hour later, and he's flat out on his yeah. bed. Because they've got a date for the first day of boot camp with a British wrestling legend. Yeah, they said there's going to be a British wrestling legend. Now, I don't know about you, Chris. I was a little bit underwhelmed by the British wrestling yeah. legend. Well, I'd seen, I saw this when it was on yeah. at the time, and I remembered who it was just before it yeah. came out. Um, it wasn't. It it didn't blow me away. I have huge respect for the career of Mark Rollerball Rocco. For it was he. Yeah. Um, but when you're talking British wrestling legends, you're talking uh, the Ghost of Big Daddy. Yeah. You're talking Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> giant giant haystack. Giant haystacks. Not a small haystack. No. A giant, giant haystack. Haystacks. Kendo Nagasaki. Yeah. Um, Mick McManus. Yeah. Jackie Palo. <laughs> Was, or uh, even if we were going to go British, the British Bulldog. Yeah, I think he was long dead by that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a ghost. To get a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> get a project. Get a two pack style hologram. Yeah. 
And they got that money. Um, but yeah, it was Rollerball Rocco, and he was there, put them through their paces. Yeah. Um, but Spud was, was yakking his guts up. He said, he said, I've had a phone call from Dixie Carter. And that's why to, I'm here. Uh, that's why I've come to judge you and when you do your training. And he'd, he'd rolled up in this big, like, stretched Hummer. <laughs> uh, that's just what he drives around yeah. him. I have been got a phone call from Dixie Carter, and that is why I've jumped in my stretch Hummer, and I've come down to London to judge you. Now, I think I may be wrong about this. John Lester, you'll put me right. Um, I think he owns a fleet of taxis. Does he? In, in uh, the Canary Islands. So oh, perhaps... Well, yeah, but I mean, that's still, that's not going to be convenient, is it? I guess he <laughs> might have contacts that he could hit up yeah. when he gets back over, over here. Um, yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I... Again, actually, i not... It was around this time I saw Mark Rollable Rock at a Rev Pro show do a little uh, right. appearance. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, he's obviously of the moment briefly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he found uh, Rockstar Spud yakking his guts up. Yeah. Um, and the implication was that things were going to kick off in the next episode. Yeah. Got to tell you, Chris, I'm not going to watch that next episode. No, it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. No, I watched the second series of this. And I think we would probably have been better served to watch that. Yeah. Because I think that was... That featured a lot of different talents. I'd quite like go, to go back and, and watch that in its entirety. Yeah. Um, because I'd like to see these guys that... Some of whom have vanished yeah. completely. Um, some of whom, sadly, no longer with us. Um, and some of whom are com- in completely different places. Yeah. Um, it, it would also be notable to look back and see who wasn't there who didn't like turn up for the auditions yeah um because there's some very big names now who who were around at the time but just they didn't trouble the the tna's door yeah um so our recommendation should you watch episode one season one of tna british boot camp i think i can say with all confidence that you should never ever watch this (laughs) not even out of curiosity take like if if you want to watch tna british boot camp season one i think you could safely skip onto the second episode yeah this This, did nothing this was garbage yeah absolute trash tv and that's i love the grap seal of approval (laughs) um not much more to say about it no quite frankly i'm angry that we watch this (laughs) um uh, it almost makes me want to bring this first series to an end. Well, perhaps this can be the end of season one. Okay. Of, uh, of the shall first. we call it that? Yeah, let's Should call we... it that. We've ended on a high. Yeah. <laughs> um, do the social media thing. Uh, yeah, so if you want to um, get in touch with us, um, hit us up on the Twitter, at Love the Graps. Um, Facebook, we've got a very active Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. Um, I guess you just search for Love the Graps on Facebook and you'll yeah, find that. It'll pop just up. join it. Just join it. Just join in. Request to join it. Yeah. And if you've got an account that was created less than a month before your request to join, I'm probably not going to approve your I request. love I love looking at that. I love <laughs> like looking and try and work out whether they're a real person or not. I went through the the membership list the other day and mm. um found the few that must have been just there before, just before you closed the group. Yeah. Um because there were a few <laughs> few people who no, quite no, clearly no, I, do not exist. The, the group's always been closed, but anybody can approve. Uh, who approves those people? Yeah, so um, there's a whole bunch of weird names on there. Like we've, I, I'm, this uh, this isn't me being racist, but they're like non like 
um, English alphabet There's, um, characters. There's kind of South American yeah. and uh, Arabic. Yeah, a lot of Arabic characters. Yeah. Um, no groups in common. That's what I look for. <laughs> no. um, there, there, might, there is a thing that you can do. Sorry, this is just a complete tangent. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing you can do on Facebook groups where you set a question. Yeah. And it's not like you have to get the question right. It's just asking for information. So it's like you could set a question saying, "What? Why do you? What do you love about the Graps?" Yeah. And I guess that would be like one of those things where you have to click to say you're a human. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps so we should do that. Maybe I do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Facebook group. Um, is there anything else? No. no, we haven't got an Instagram. No, I think we do have one set up. Have I think we? you set. I think you set one up. Did I? Yeah. Um, um, but I don't. Know. I'm old. I, I can't remember anything. No. Um, yeah. Or you can email us at. Um, at no, that's not how email works. <laughs> Love the graps at gmail dot com. If you've got any business propositions that you'd like to send our way, we're looking at you, Bobby's snacks. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, Alan, that's... Alan's very high on Bobby's snacks right now. Yeah, twenty eighteen is the year of Bobby's wimpy. <laughs> yeah, well, wimpy. We, 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 we're still we've got a finger in that wimpy pie. They told us to come back in two thousand eighteen, mm, didn't they? Wimpy pie, didn't they? They told yeah, us they to did. come back. So, but we might be with Bobby's by then. Yeah. Well, we've got to put you know get that bidding war going. Send me a tweet. Let me know your favourite Bobby's. Uh, flavour of crisps and tell me why it isn't barbecue snacks because it should be fine um, yeah so thanks for listening I'm sorry actually no this hopefully would have been entertaining but <laughs> if you looked at the episode title and then thought I better watch that episode of TNA Bootcamp before I listen to the podcast I'm yeah. sorry or if you are Rockstar Spurred Marty's Girl either the Blossom Twins or Dixie Carter sorry as well I'm not sorry to Dixie Carter no fuck Dixie Carter um so until next time, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills every class, where the seasons are time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills. Scottish on the beach